Welcome to Cracking and Fracking with your host, me, Thomas Waters. Our podcast will tackle credit trends, ratings and outlooks in the oil and gas and chemical space, as well as insightful analysis on industry trends and market dynamics. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of uh, Cracking and Fracking. So today, I wanted to talk a little about the global energy crisis that's been going on. And basically, I'm just going to discuss some of the reasons uh, what's causing it. And then, of course, the question is, do, do, we, do we feel it's going to happen here in the U.S.? I would also like to talk about our revision in our oil and natural gas price tax, which we uh, revised upwards in early October. Um, this is the third time we've actually done that in the last four months, obviously reflecting the uh, recovery in natural gas and oil prices. I'll speak to this more at the end uh, of, after I finish talking about the uh, global energy crisis. So we've had an economic recovery from the pandemic, and, and this came you know, a year after declines in production in coal, oil, and gas. And we also had some hurricanes that, you know, forced down, that forced some shutdowns of the Gulf uh, oil refineries. But if we boil down it into a regional aspect here in Asia, which relies heavily on coal and LNG, uh, there basically isn't enough coal to meet demand right now. Now, in China, you had a coal, you had a coal winter, you had a hot summer, and, of course, the economic recoveries. But you also had a turn for the worse in relations between China and Australia that pretty much led to Beijing to stop importing coal from Australia. And in a stroke of bad luck for China, there has been uh, extensive flooding at many, many of its uh, coal mines in the northern province. And then you've had a year-long drought in its southern province that has really crimped hydropower generation. So what China's had to do was ramp up imports of LNG, which drove up, as you know, global LNG prices. India is facing the same issue as COVID uh, cases rapidly decline. The power demand has skyrocketed and you've had shortages, which is going to lead probably to power shortages and potential blackouts in, in the country. Now, if we move over to Europe for a little bit, whether you know or not, but Europe literally imports about 90% of its natural gas needs. And of course, we've had a number of factors here that have caused you know an energy crisis there as well. We Again, we've had an unusually cold winter in Europe and, of course, a hot summer that has you know, drained inventories. As you know, they've been quickly reducing retirement of coal facilities. And it's arguable that maybe Europe may have moved a little too quickly away from fossil fuel generation um, before you know, ensuring that renewables will, will pick up the slack. And ironically, with Europe, which is on the forefront uh, of renewables, is right now scrambling to find coal and natural gas to burn. And of course, that has contributed to the dramatic uh, increase in prices that we have seen. Now, there's also been, and I don't really know why, but there's also been a protracted lack of wind generation over the North Sea and Western Europe that has sharply curtailed the output of electricity generating wind turbines. Now, for England alone, uh, 24% of its power is generated from wind. Now, in England, you also might be aware the prices at the pump have gone way up because they have simply lacked delivery uh, delivery drivers, which many of them from other countries. And once Britain left the EU, many of them went back to their own countries. I would say that England, by the way, probably is at greatest risk economically uh, because it lacks uh, energy storage capacity. I had read recently that the TTF, which is, I guess, the um, European natural gas equivalent to the Henry Hub, was trading at a $230 barrel of oil equivalent. So what's Europe and what's Asia doing? Well, they're, they're trying to import LNG, which is, as you know, as you know, liquefied natural gas. 
Problem is in the U.S., our ports are pretty much full to capacity. We can't really export anymore. And also the ports to accept uh, LNG are pretty much full to capacity as well. There just isn't enough supply to meet the demand. But here's the kicker and here's a bit of concern. I mean, it could all get worse because when you look at global gas and oil inventories this time of year, we are below the five-year averages. And if you have a relatively cold winter, you know, I shudder to think where, where prices could go. Now, let's talk about the new Nord Stream 2 pipeline in Europe that, that could help, but uh, that has not passed all regulatory approvals. Um, and many believe that Russia, from this pipeline is from Russia, and many believe that Russia is actually manipulating the, the gas price to get Germany to speed up its approval of the pipeline. But uh, we don't see any near-term resolution of that. And quite frankly, at this point in time, there may not be enough gas that would even come on the pipeline to help alleviate the situation. So we often get asked, um, could this happen? You know, could we, could, could we feel uh, a U.S. energy shortage in the U.S.? And, and I, we, we deem it to be unlikely, um, basically because the U.S. is much more insulated than the rest of the world. Could prices for natural gas go up? Yeah, uh, we, we do think they would, given where inventory levels are. But having said that, uh, we're self-sufficient on gas and we don't need imports. Also, when I went back and I sort of looked at U.S. inventory compared to, you know, inventory levels in Europe, we're in a much better position this time of the year than they are. Recently, also, we've been tracking uh, U.S. injection rates and uh, they've, been, they've been going up. So production is definitely increasing. Uh, but that, again, that's not to say that prices here could go up if we have a cold winter. So, look, that's, that's sort of the recap of what's going on globally, you know, sort of the energy crisis. Um, unfortunately, it could get worse uh, for many regions in the globe uh, before it gets better. Uh, but that will all depend on the weather patterns that we see out there. So we revised upwards our WTI, our Brent, our Henry Hub, our ACO, and our TTF uh, gas price. Obviously reflecting the, the global economic recovery, the shortages I've talked about, etc. But the question always becomes, what does it mean for ratings? Now, we've had a slew of ratings um, during the year, uh, obviously with gas and oil prices recovering and, and rallying. Uh, but one thing we've been very clear about is that for investment-grade companies, um, in order to get upgraded, we've been looking for debt reduction. We don't want to see just credit metrics improving like debt to EBITDA or FFO to total debt because commodity prices have recovered because we know how these cycles work. We're really in the investment-grade space calling for companies to pay down debt and not just talk about a debt to EBITDA target, but to actually manage it through the debt part of the equation. And we have taken a number of upgrades with a lot of companies who have sort of found financial or if you want to call it fiscal religion and have remained prudent in paying down debt. So for high yield credits, um, you know, we expect them to be more volatile during the commodity cycles. Um, we haven't really been looking for 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 debt reduction, of course, nice to see. But uh, simply upgrades can be based on the fact that credit metrics have been improving. And we have taken a number of rating actions in that regard in the high yield space. Well, that concludes my comments for today's episode of Cracking and Fracking. Until next time, take care and be safe. If you have any comments or thoughts on today's topics or future topics that you would like to learn more about, send me an email to thomas.waters at spglobal.com. Thanks for listening to Cracking and Fracking, our U.S. corporate ratings podcast. I'm Tom Waters. See you next time.